What is up, Ball Squad Nation? We are back with episode 20. As usual, I'm Mike, and I'm here with Alex. What's up, guys? Noah. How's it going? And Dalen. What's going on, everyone? And today, we're going to be talking about week two of the playoffs. We, you know, we just saw a whole nice week of basketball along with some off-season drama, some early off-season drama, I guess you could say. So we definitely want to discuss all that. But first, we're going to be going into the rewards that were just handed out, more specifically Coach of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. So the 2020 Coach of the Year, as you might have heard, is Nick Nurse. And we wanted to talk about him a little bit. So what do you guys think about that? Uh, so I'll go first. I don't, don't agree with the award. Uh, I think it should have gone to Billy Donovan. And uh, like I respect Nick Nurse and all, but to me... The Thunder just had a really great year, uh, especially compared to like what they they were projected to do. So I would have given it to to Billy Donovan personally. But like you could say the same thing about the Raptors as far as what they were projected to do. They lost. Dude, no, people thought they were going to be an eight seed. Dude, they were going to be an eight seed, dude. That's what people dude, were saying people, before People did not think the Raptors were going to be good. And, dude, I think the Raptors are coming out of the East. I think they're going to the finals. Yeah. Not to yeah. mention. But that has nothing is, to do with the this award, is Nick Nurse's. Way. This is Nick Nurse's second year in the – what do you mean it has nothing to do with the award? You said it's only, Billy it's Donovan only should have gotten it because they've exceeded expectations. So have the exactly. Raptors. The Raptors have exceeded expectations a ton. And I know, but this is Nick but Nurse's second year in the league. Out of the East. Yeah, but talking about what happened in the playoff has nothing to do with it because this is a regular season award. Well, okay, but even okay, if we talk about the based, regular season, based like, off of what they did in the regular season, they look like they're going to come out of the East. Mm, no, <laughs> definitely not. I, During the based season, on the regular the season, Bucks the Bucks. Everyone said yeah. the Bucks, and During it's the, the Bucks. Yeah, because the Bucks have always been good in the playoffs. Always. <laughs> Alex, you definitely had you had Philly coming out of the East, okay? So I don't <laughs> want to hear it from a, you. That was in a bowl. That was a hot take. I don't want to hear it from you, okay? But what I'm saying what I'm saying well, is to be fair, Thunder, I had the Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals with them, so Okay. Hey, I I had the Bucks losing in the first round too. Or not first round, in, before the the final so but anyways um what i was gonna say is the thunder had a 0.2 percent chance to make the the playoffs after losing their best two players two all-stars if i might add and and now they're the five seed so like okay. to me that's just okay and maybe i'm a little bit biased because they're my team but just a tad I, just a tad, yeah. But I, I really think that Billy Donovan deserved it this year. Like he, he really put together a really great roster, and he, or not put together, but he coached a really um, underwhelming roster to be really great. And okay, but here's here's what I would say. Last year, Nick Nurse did not win Coach of the Year, correct? I was gone, so I just want to make it sure was, he did. It was Mike Budenholzer. It was, it was Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, Mike okay. Budenholzer. Yeah. So I would argue that Nick Nurse didn't win Coach of the Year last year. Because he had someone named Kawhi Leonard, who we knew was a game changer, who we knew was for real, who we knew eh. knows how to lead a team, even oh, though he's not very verbal about it. 
you could say the same thing about Billy Donovan this year. In that graphic you're talking about with a 0.2% chance to make the playoffs, who does it show? It shows Chris Paul, dude. Chris Paul no, was that's the man the that scre- was that's leading just... the team. What? Come I know, I know. Just, it's just, just, co- it's just a coincidence. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor, bro. It's a metaphor. <laughs> I'm just saying, that... Chris, Chris Paul's the reason. He's a bigger reason why the Thunder did what they did than Billy Donovan. And, and this year, it's Nick Nurse for the Raptors, and it's yeah, not Kawhi Leonard. Exactly. The, what, what I was going to say is, you know, OKC still has like a verbal vocal leader in CP3. I think any other year where Nick Nurse doesn't exist, or if we're just talking about like teams in the U.S., okay, you know, Billy Donovan's got it in the bag. Teams in the U.S. <laughs> teams in the U.S. Hey, we should but, start that. <laughs> but the thing is, when you consider how big of an impact losing Kawhi is, because he's a superstar, and he was the most important piece of that you know that team last year and how good they've been this year you gotta think dude they've been beating contenders left and right dude like they swept the lakers this year in their series they you know they they just are a top defense in the league again and at least according to us they're gonna make it out of the east so that that's just for me it it's just like no doubt for me, dude. It's, like it's right, no like the right. the thunder the thunder lose Russell Westbrook and Paul George and get Chris Paul, which hey, I mean you still lost a lot. I won't say you didn't, but the Raptors lose Kawhi Leonard and get no one. So I mean you have to think about that, dude. Nick Nurse totally deserves it. If they would have lost Spicy P, Pascal Siakam, and still made the two seed, yeah, give it to give it to Nick Nurse, but. But know. but the thing is, like Siakam is their best player, but at the same time, that whole team does so much, and it's because of Nick Nurse. Yeah. Like Nick Nurse Siak- gets their Siakam- guys to buy in. He's got a system. It's you know, Siakam does whatever Nick Nurse tells him to. I bet Chris Paul doesn't do everything Billy Donovan tells him to, just because he's a veteran and he you know he's been in the league yeah, a lot longer. Yeah. All right. All right. I, that's fine. I I I'm I'm happy Nick Nurse got it, but I still still agree with the fact that billy donovan should have won it this year but hey can can i can i come in with a hot take real quick actually i don't really think it's that hot i think that so the spurs are kind of you know on the decline i think the raptors are gonna be the new spurs in my opinion oh don't say that that'll make me hate them hey but they're good guys though they're good guys bro i just say that because as an organization from top to bottom they are like amazing all the way through they got great management great coaching great players and just a great system overall they really remind me of the spurs all right dale dale what do you think who do you think deserved it dale i think nick nurse deserved it a lot of the things that you guys pointed out i feel like i liked what you were saying alex about how um comparing nick nurse's first year to billy diamond's year now um, I feel like that that's a pretty good comparison, but I feel like Nick Nurse, he played well with the team he had. And I remember when Kawhi left, and even when Kawhi was, like, on the team and they were, like, winning the championship in the playoffs and stuff, and people were all like, oh, Kawhi is doing this and carrying the team and he's just putting it on his back and it's all him and da-da-da. And then now to see this year him doing all the things he's – I mean, the, uh, Toronto doing all the things that they're doing. I felt like Nick Nurse kind of was – deserved it last year so i'm kind of happy that he got it this year so 
And I feel like Billy yeah. uh, Donovan was a good choice for coach of the year. Like he could have made a coach of the year, maybe like a if there wasn't some uh, another more competition, I guess. But uh, Nick Nurse just deserved it this year. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Sorry, Noah. Um, I was going to say one thing about – not it, it's not about the coach of the year, but uh, about your hot take. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. The one difference between that I see between the Raptors and the Spurs that's, like, very evident is the Raptors, they've been really consistent in making the playoffs, like, year in and year out for at least, like, this whole decade. Well, not this decade, I guess. The previous decade. But, most, uh, most of the decade. Yeah, yeah. Um, But – Anyway, so like they've they've been really consistent. I, I, I'd assume that they probably made it at least like the last six or seven years. Um, but the difference between them and the Spurs is the Spurs, you know, I, they didn't have many first round exits, if any. Um, they won a couple championships, and like the Raptors, yes, they finally got their first one. But they're really they're known for like their. A very underwhelming playoff uh, but but you're right yeah. but you know i'm saying they just started though like yeah, as the fine. new spurs you know so you know you got to give them some time yeah that's, Pascal that's Siakam is he's the next tim duncan yeah and fred van lead is tony parker <laughs> why not kyle lowry no dude kyle yeah. lowry's old he's old yeah he's hey, not he's gonna be able to really he's well, not gonna but... be able to do this for he has been playing well. You're right. But Freddie Van Vliet's coming to Phoenix anyways. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, let's move on. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Defensive Player of the Year. Giannis won it. And I think most of us would agree is pretty deserving. I think the only other player who could have won it was AD. But when you look at the stats, you know, Giannis was just so much better defensively. Um, what do you guys think about that? We talked about it a little bit in the group chat. Uh, Michael and I did. I I agree. I think Giannis should have won it, but I think it might be a a uh, a foreshadow of what's going to happen in the future with the MVP award. Um, I think Giannis winning the Defensive Player of the Year is definitely if you're if you want LeBron to win the MVP, Giannis winning Defensive Player of the Year is a good sign. It's a good sign that LeBron might win MVP. I still think Giannis deserves MVP. But yeah. just based off of how things go and stuff, I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron wins it this year. Yeah, I I I agree. I think Giannis still deserves MVP. It sucks because I was really pulling for Le- LeBron and AD MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, and you know that would be my dream. But at the same time, I get it. Like you know, Giannis, Giannis was the man, dude. Like Giannis mm-hmm. didn't have AD with him. Uh, he still has the best record you know in the east well in the league and defensively he was just so great so i i can't really fault the voters for for giving it to Giannis. and you know i'm just i mean i'm happy for him he definitely deserves it and he was definitely the best the best player in the league this year like in the regular season yeah for sure and when you take most people when they just do yeah he's been doing pretty well the bucks have been I mean, yeah. actually, they've been steamrolling the the Magic these last four games, but yeah. the, Chris Middleton's gonna have to step up. But we'll get into that. Um, yeah. What I was gonna say about the award is uh, Giannis definitely deserved it. 
Um, and I, I do, I do see what you guys were saying. Like there was the voter that came out and she tweeted that, uh, she voted for LeBron just because of the narrative. And, uh, like, I don't, first of all, I don't know why you tweet that. Like she got, but she yeah, didn't tweet whatever. it. She said it on air. She said it on oh, air. She said it on air. She said okay, it on air. I, saw, I, saw I don't know if she tweet. tweeted it too, though. I saw it in a tweet. Maybe it wasn't from and her. You, Maybe and someone you know, was her. you know, Brian Windhorst voted for LeBron too. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Le- LeBron James is the only reason Brian Windhorst is an NBA analyst, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, what I was gonna say is like I think I think uh, Giannis deserves both awards this year, um, and it's not really even that close. I mean, earlier okay. I was saying I, I mean, think it's I was, close, but he deserves. I was, them. Well, Defensive Player of the Year isn't that close, in my opinion. MVP yeah, is okay, closer. MVP is closer. But, yeah. Um, I I do remember I I did have LeBron as my MVP, but uh, it, it was kind of for the same reason as like the narrative thing. Like, Giannis, he had a really good year, uh, better than last year, I think, and I think that's why he deserves it this year. I so. I agree. I think Jan, I think James Harden should have won last year. To be honest yeah. with you. And that's, and, a yeah, this year. Yeah. that's a lot coming from you. That's a lot coming from me because I hate James Harden. Hey, James, if you listen, it's nothing personal, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure James Harden is one of our subscribers, dude. <laughs> hey, he might be. You never know. He, he's like, uh, I really like this Noah guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Noah, so I have a question for you. Is the debate between Nick Nurse and Billy Donovan closer or farther than the debate between LeBron and Giannis because you said the LeBron Giannis MVP? One wasn't that close yeah well I think it's I uh, okay when I said it wasn't that close I was mostly talking about the defensive player of the year but uh I think Billy Donovan Nick Nurse is way closer than LeBron and Giannis for MVP like really? coach that coach of the year race for me it's but yeah but 100% bro the only reason Billy Donovan would win the coach of the year is because of a narrative too um yeah what, no uh, that's the only reason he would win it is because of but a isn't narrative. coach of the year isn't coach of the year always narrative i feel like like it's always I mean, like definitely oh definitely like more so took... than mvp definitely more so than mvp but either way yeah i, 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 I think it also has to do with like star power and stuff like that yeah. Like, yeah, and okay, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, what did you have? Yeah. That's when, fair. That's fair. Oh, speaking of coaches, say, let's get into the. Oh, go ahead, Dalen. Sorry, sorry. sorry. There's one thing I want to say for the MVP race, like while we're still, or MVP award or whatever, while we're still talking about it, I think that Giannis should deserve it. Deserves it just because of how, like this year, the it's always been Giannis and then somebody else. Like I think it was like Giannis and yeah. Luka, Giannis, LeBron, and etc. And then so Giannis is kind of just. Not to say LeBron hasn't been he's, like, he's the consistent constant. all the way through, but he's has been an MVP candidate all the way through. Like he he started to really like lock it up towards the end of the um well not the end of the year but towards the end of the the their regular season I guess like the regular regular season. But I feel yeah. like Giannis has kind of just been taking it over since the beginning, so I feel like Giannis kind of deserves it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was, he was and the front runner coming into the season yeah exactly the thing about Giannis too is he he comes in games for like 25 26 minutes destroys them and then just rest and he still has great stats at the end of the day like yeah it, it's crazy dude um yeah so yeah i agree with you 
All right, so we're going to get into the coaching carousel now. We've had a couple teams eliminated, including Philly and Indiana, and they've both fired their coaches. Uh, obviously, Nate, Nate McMillan has been fired, and Brett Brown was fired and, a few and days New ago. Orleans. And, yeah, yeah, and New Gentry. Orleans fired Elvin Gentry. So there's a few spots that are open, a few jobs that are open this, this offseason. Also, Brooklyn is pretty open as well. There's been a lot of rumors about Although, that. I really like that Jack Vaughn guy. I really like him. I feel like, I feel like they have a fine coach, but, dude, if they could really get uh, Greg Popovich, which, you know, they've been, they're trying to get him, man. then, no, like, obviously you take basket, him. Though. Okay, I'll say this about that. All right, so there, for our viewers, there's a rumor about the Nets – pursuing greg popovich hard they really want him to coach this year obviously he'd be coaching katie and Kyrie, and katie has been one of the more vocal oh, members gosh. saying he wants greg popovich and honestly i could i i think greg popovich should do it dude i really think he what? should this is his yeah wow. dude because this is his last chance at a he's chip. not a phil like, jackson what do you mean yeah i i feel like i feel like it's just that's not a greg popovich thing to do to just yeah. leave a franchise and go somewhere else where there's dude, he's superstars. Been, he's if, been with the franchise Greg, 23 years. Dude, if Greg like, Popovich left the Spurs, he gave them everything and more, dude. It's no, all, I it's, know, I know. But wh- so why leave now? Why leave now? When it's what like, it, dude. And, and no, don't don't take a shot at Phil Jackson like that. He was pushed out of Chicago. That's a, That's that was hard. different. Yeah. That was different. He wouldn't have left Chicago if he didn't have to. Yeah, you're right. But, but the Popovich thing, like I don't know, like it's weird. I know it's a, would, it's a little weird for you to see. I know. I couldn't. I don't I like Greg, I don't it. like Greg Popovich, but I respect him. If he leaves for Brooklyn, yeah, I will lose a lot of respect. I will lose a lot. Really? Of like I don't really? know. I don't. I, I, I don't really see the issue with that. that. I honestly wouldn't. I feel like that's a, that'd be a good move for him. I agree that doesn't seem like him, but it feels like a good move for him to go to Brooklyn to go. Coach for the uh, for Katie and Kyrie, maybe get a few more championships if you can. Because I don't got to think what, about yeah. it. Yeah, I I agree with with Dalen because he's up there in age. He's the oldest coach. I think he's like seventy three. Mm-hmm. You know his and the Spurs are not. They're not going to be contenders, dude. Like not not yeah. anytime soon. You so guys got I would say. Wrong. As his last hurrah, he should just go to Brooklyn and do it, dude. And I don't even like no. the guy. No, so you, you guys no, got this you agree wrong. with me. You think you think he should stay in San Antonio? Hundred percent. And yeah, it's that's not like even... the first time Noah and I agree on something. So this is true. <laughs> <Probably. cool. laughs> yeah, and we have like the best takes. But uh, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Wait, you guys always okay? <laughs> no, I, I was just kidding, Mike. But uh, what I was gonna say is, anyone who says that uh, Brooklyn it would be a good fit for Phil Jackson clearly. Oh, you know, I don't. I think Phil Jackson's a little old. Sorry, 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 sorry. I meant Greg Popovich. Um, (laughs) Anyone who says Greg Popovich would be a good fit for uh, Brooklyn clearly has never seen a Greg Popovich roster because there's no way Kyrie would work well under that type of system. See. I don't, I don't think KD would work really well in a triangle offense. No, I think you're wrong about Durant, dude. Really, like a triangle offense? Like I don't know. It. I I don't. I think I don't you have a point about Kyrie. Kyrie could. I could see Kyrie messing up something. Too much but drama. Dude, 
Kate, the thing is with KD, dude, KD has, I just said KD is one of the guys who wants Greg Popovich to coach for him. And he's always had like respect for him. When he was leaving OKC, the Spurs were one of the, the destinations he was thinking about as well. Oh, I, I think a, me off. <laughs> I think a K I think a KD Greg Popovich pairing would work just fine. I don't think KD would have any problems. He okay, like KD hasn't really here's been like thing. a drama queen on teams. There's well, yeah, I see what you mean. Besides with Draymond. Besides, yeah, but that's I that's like Draymond, Draymond though. instigated it though. It wasn't yeah, like Draymond KD, instigated. Yeah, that. it wasn't like KD was going after Draymond. Draymond but, started. Yeah. yeah, but I just think. Like if you're Brooklyn, you the coach the type of coach you need isn't a it's not a basketball coach. It's not a Greg Popovich type of coach. You need a a Steve Kerr or a or a Phil Jackson for you know taking things into that yeah. consideration. You need someone that's better at controlling personalities. That's better at um, you know making sure people are happy than X's and O's because that's what Greg Popovich is is X's and O's. So again, and I always bring him up. Hire Mark Jackson, dude. <laughs> hire him. Like unless he doesn't want to coach, which I haven't heard him say that. I don't know why he doesn't have a job. I don't know why. I don't know why. And if he doesn't want it, then I would say my next option is Tyron Liu, because he obviously handled it pretty well with. Uh, He's already he's worked with Kyrie. Cleveland. He's already coached Kyrie, so. I would do that. I would Mark Jackson would be my first option, and then Tyron Lue would be my second if I'm Brooklyn. I think I think Tyron is probably going to go to Philly. That's my prediction because they already said there's mutual interest between them. I think all it is now is waiting for the Clippers to get eliminated because you know Tyron Lue's on there. They don't, I don't think yeah. they want to announce anything. Um, but I, I would say Tyron Lue would probably go to Philly, so that would just leave Mark Jackson. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. And I, I think Nate McMillan deserves another head coaching job. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know who's going to hire him, though, is the issue. Because Brooklyn's too big of a – I wouldn't say they're too big of a market, but they have two big superstars right now. They won't hire him. I, I um, think it's because he hasn't Philly's really won in the playoffs. They need someone who has. Do you think New Orleans? Yeah. Would that be a good fit for him? I, I feel like it could be good. I, I – I think he did a great job of establishing a system in Indiana and some stability, and I think that's what New Orleans needs. So I think they would be a good fit. And, you know, they Indiana has made the playoffs year in and year out. They've just never taken that next jump. So yeah. well, they haven't had a super, think... superstar. Yeah, yeah, like like they're going to have with uh, Zion. With Zion and Brandon. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if he'd be a good fit just because of how young they are. I'm trying to think of like the young talent that uh, Indiana's had over the years that has like really blossomed, and I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Oladipo before the injury. Yeah, but he, he didn't but blossom. He, was, and, he didn't and blossom. And Sabonis, Sabonis is in the middle of blossoming. Yeah. Yeah, but Sabonis is like 26, I think. He's not yeah. that young. He's not that young. Um, and and I did think of Sabonis and Oladipo, but Oladipo didn't start blossoming in in indiana he started blossoming in okc in my opinion yeah okay. but but the thing is like indiana and that's why he got traded solid. to indiana yeah they they've been pretty solid in terms of like drafting and you know just getting a solid team every year 
Yeah, and they've always had like, like mediocre rosters. Never anything like. But, but you're name, right. They've also the never thing, had though, like I, one superstar. Name one player that really had a ton of potential for Nate McMillan to develop. There hasn't yeah, been someone like Zion or like. I'd Brandon. say I'd say probably the biggest was Oladipo, but he yeah. got injured. So right, right. Yeah. One one coach. And I and I know we're taking a lot of time on coaching carousel, but one coach that that people are talking about for the Pelicans job and even a little bit for the Nets job that I think would be horrible is Jason Kidd. I love Jason <laughs> Kidd, but he he does not need to be a head coach, dude. Especially if you're trying to develop young players like New Orleans is. That would be a horrible fit. Yeah, horrible. I uh, I'll say this about Jason Kidd. He's been. As an assistant coach on the Lakers, he's been great. And apparently, I read an article the other day about a lot of franchises taking notice because apparently he's really changed his coaching philosophy. That's why you're hearing these rumors stir up about, oh, he's going to get this this job or that job. I think it's because uh, the fran- like franchises around the league believed he's changed. But I will say this, he's been a great assistant. And even LeBron has said that, like, you know, Jason Kidd has been great for getting my passing game even better than it already is. I mean, which makes sense because he's averaged the most assists in the league. So I I think Jason Kidd, I hope we keep him, honestly. But I I think that maybe he can get another chance somewhere. Maybe somewhere with like kind of low stakes. I would say on a a veteran team, but not on New Orleans. Yeah, not Not on New Orleans. No. Because yeah. who's he going to develop? That doesn't make any sense. Lonzo Ball? I don't know. Lon- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lonzo yeah. Ball does need the help. He's he's always <laughs> hey, he's always compared to Lonzo Ball. So, yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, so, I just want to quickly recap real quick, just for everyone and, and also for me a little bit. But uh, there's five there's five teams out there that need a coach, right? The Pacers, well, the Pacers, the 76ers, the Pelicans – the Bulls and I forgot the fifth. Oh, the Bulls, the Nets, and the Nets. The Nets. The Nets. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. We just I forgot about, about the Nets. Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls. Um, I don't know what to do with the Bulls, honestly. I think it's really good that they got rid of Jim Boylan and their front office. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they make a splash with that fourth pick. We're gonna get. We're gonna talk about the draft lottery in a future episode, but uh, but yeah, I think the Bulls have a lot of potential. If I'm the Bulls, um, I really like I really like this Jack Vaughn guy, the interim mm-hmm. head coach for Brooklyn, and I don't think they'll keep him, but he deserves a shot somewhere. I don't. I mean, the Bulls they're horrible, so I wouldn't want to go there if I'm Jack Vaughn. But I really like this guy. Go to Indiana. They're, go to Indiana. They're horrible because they have a horrible coach, or they had a horrible coach. Yeah, like Fair they enough. have some decent talent. Zach Levine. Lowry Markinen, Kobe White, mm-hmm. up and coming. Um, Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter. Right? Like, they have some good talent that could develop, but Jim Boylan was not the right fit at all. He was uh, a terrible coach. Yeah. I, I do hope the Bulls get good because basketball is just more fun when the Bulls are good. I, I think we yeah, can all agree. Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. <laughs> Same with the Knicks. Coach, don't they? Do they? No, they fired. No, they hired. Um, they hired Tibbs. Yeah, Tibbs. Uh, oh, yeah, that's not gonna yeah. work. That'll be horrible. Yeah. yeah, you're right, dude. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna be playing that. Julius Randle for 48 minutes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's 
Let's get into the playoffs, all right? We got to talk about the playoffs, fellas. Yes, so, sir. basically what we're going to do is we're going to go through each series. Some of them some of them have ended, so we'll talk about those a little quickly, but then we'll get to the juicy ones. So, first, let's talk about Miami versus Indiana. Mm. I predicted Miami winning 4-1, but they swept, so kudos to them. They proved me wrong. Um, but yeah, Miami looked really strong in 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 their playoff debut and i'm not gonna lie indiana's not a bad team like a lot of people saying they're garbage or whatever they're they're really not bad like in my opinion so okay, i think miami uh, sweeping think, them was pretty impressive i think when you take into consideration that oladipo has been injured uh Sabonis is Sabonis, yeah is out um then then they become a lot worse of a team like a lot worse of a team that's yeah. Then, that's what I was their gonna best say. Players, yeah, because then their best players are like uh, T.J. Warren and Malcolm uh, Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. But, but I really like Malcolm that, Brogdon, but Miles Turner. Like they yeah. they don't have a lot after. But one, yeah, but despite all that, like a couple of the games are still close, and Miami did a good job of going clutch sure. and, and winning sure. them. And you know who stepped up really big for Miami is Duncan Robinson. I love that guy. Yeah. Dude, he's been I I don't I don't know his all his percentages, but he's just been lighting up from three. Like I'm pretty sure it's it's over fifty percent from three. Um, it's it's really yeah. He's insane. been crazy. He's been crazy. And uh, Jimmy Butler did a great job on the defense, and yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think the series was a horrible indication of how of how close those teams actually were. Because, like Noah said, like without Sabonis, without Victor, and I would say the way T.J. Warren played at the beginning of the bubble hurt Indiana in this series just because he was just hucking up everything. I mean, my yeah. man had all the confidence yeah. in the world, and it was <laughs> not good sometimes for, for Indiana. So, yeah, they got swept. I mean, I do think Miami's a better team either way, but not 4-0 better but i mean it's cool yeah 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 cool cool yeah all right so let's go to the next series we got the raptors and the nets wasn't really that interesting you you got coach of the year nick nurse (laughs) we we all called uh the raptors sweeping didn't we no no No. i I believed it carries the bird i believed it i i said they were gonna sweep dude i said i said 4-1 yeah, I'm Alex pretty sure. In five. I'm pretty sure the Raptors bench unit would take the Nets to to five or, hey, or maybe even six. But to be see, fair, the Nets have their bench fair. unit too. Yeah, the Nets are playing with the bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, did yeah. you guys see that the Raptors bench put up a hundred points? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hundred in their last game. Dude, the that Raptors look so, so good. The Raptors they do. look so yeah. good. They do. And and although we were talking about them like. Like we obviously most people expect the Bucks to come out of the East, but I mean after how the Raptors Dude, have been playing, I, I the think it's going to be bubble, Toronto. I know, yeah. I know. After how Toronto's been playing the entire bubble and in the playoffs, I they're I think that they're going to be able to beat uh, the Bucks if the Bucks make it to the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah. I. Eastern East, Conference. But yeah. <laughs> Dude, I right. always mix up my words. I'm so bad at this. Here's here's another here's another hot take, boys. Just the hot take machine today. 
All right. So the Bucks are gonna play Boston, right, in the semis. I think Boston no, is gonna no, give no, them. No, no, the Raptors. The Raptors. Oh wait, you're right. They're playing Miami. I I'm sorry. I meant to say unless the Raptors. Unless the Magic win four straight. Hey. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, okay. No. I was. My bad. Three straight. All right. All right. Let's re- let's restart this hot take. So my hot take: <laughs> the Raptors play the Celtics in in the in the semis. I think Call the sweep? Celtics. Sweep? No, no, I, that's not my oh. take. No, I think the oh. Celtics are gonna give the Raptors more trouble than the Bucks would. Okay. Just just because of matchup, just like purely based off of that, I think I think the Celtics match up better with the Raptors than the Bucks do. So that, that's what that's what I say. I'll take. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take a hot take too. I'm gonna take a hot okay. take too. Spicy. Jump on the Karis Levert train right now, boys. <laughs> this man is a all-star. He's an all-star, dude. I love Karis Levert. He needs to get his butt out of Brooklyn because he's going to be so overshadowed by by I was going to say by Kyrie. And but DeAndre if, Jordan, bro. I bet DeAndre no, Jordan's going to no, He's washed. Hold he's on, hold on. No, no, hold on, hold on. I think DeAndre Jordan next year is going to take more shots than Karis Levert. Yeah, God, that's fair. That's fair. And that, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Just because um, it's DeAndre Jordan. If Karis LeVert gets out of Brooklyn, though, he will be an all-star soon. I, Karis LeVert is so good. And in a lot of ways, he kind of reminds me of Durant. Like, he's kind of, like, long and lengthy and smooth like Durant is. Obviously, he's not, he's not half the player Durant is right now, but... He's yeah. got a lot of potential, and he's 26, so he's a little older than I thought he was. But man, I I think Karis Levert can ball. So that's all I had to say. I love you, mm-hmm. Karis. Even though he screwed the Suns <laughs> over, I love you. Hey man, he tried his best. All right, I'm he, tired he of the slander, man. He, yeah, he tried shot, his best. Dude. He didn't take Horrible his best shot, shot, but he played his best game. Yeah, no, he did play his best game. You're right. Yeah. All, all right. right. So any, anything series? else about? All right. Yeah, we'll we'll move that, on. Yeah. Yeah. Boston versus Philly. We talked oh, quite gosh. a bit about Philly. Horrible. Um, I thought they would take a game, yeah. but yeah, I think I think I had it going five or six. I can't remember, but um, once once Ben Simmons was officially like ruled out for the whole series, and then Joel he didn't play a game. He didn't play a game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like once he was yeah. officially ruled out for the whole series. Yeah. Um. And then, and then also like, I don't know. It was it, it just wasn't good circumstances at all. It, it sucked. Um, I think if, if Ben Simmons was there, and who knows, I'm probably a little biased towards my bold prediction a few weeks ago. If Ben Simmons was there, I think the Sixers would have won the series. No, they wouldn't have, dude. I'm sorry. I don't know about that. I think, I think so. The Sixers, Sixers like, team we're outplaying them. Yeah, but the, that Sixers but a lot team of, is a lot of the Celtics' yeah. momentum, a lot of how well the Celtics played was because they knew Ben Simmons wasn't there. Like they they were head and shoulders the better team in the series, and I think a lot of that has to do with Ben Simmons not being there. But yeah, you have to think about roster construction though. The Sixers are not well constructed. Like I don't think they. I think even with Ben Simmons. They they were pretty shaky at best. I mean, they were the sixth seed, like at the end of the day. Yeah, but they and, also fought lots of injuries in the regular season. 
They did, but like what like what's Ben Simmons gonna do? Pass it to <laughs> Al Horford? Like what <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like like I don't think he like he would have maybe would have gone to five or six if Ben Simmons was there. But yeah, Boston is just so much more well rounded. I, I agree with you, Mike. No, I, I not no. Thank you, Dale. Thank you. Look at Noah and I, I agreeing on so much stuff today. Let's go, Noah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I think I don't know. I I agree with Alex. Like you think Philly would have won? I, yeah. Really? Ben Simmons is that yeah. Ben Ben Simmons changes that much. Um, I'm appalled. Like a team because Ben Simmons he brings the defense. He brings the the passing. He brings the well like passing playmaking. He brings that like driving threat. You know he gets he's more legit, rebounds. He's like, legit. Yeah, he he's good. Dude, and, I uh, I can't believe you guys are making me defend Boston, dude. <laughs> and they would have had they would have had good defense against Boston. Like, um, Tatum wouldn't have yeah done as much because Simmons like, would have been on him. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, but I'm not I'm not upset that the that Boston's moving on. Honestly, I don't mind. Like, I just want to see good basketball, and it was it was entertaining to watch at least some of the games. Until it no, not, was a not really. Oh, it was pretty bad. Yeah. No, like there what? were a couple games that were close. Well, actually, I mean, generally in the in the second half is when it all went downhill because Joel Embiid didn't play well in the second half for most of the series. But uh, I don't know. I I thought it was good. I I just I can't believe this series because you guys are making me defend a Boston team, and I feel bad for a Philly team. This should not happen because I do feel bad for the Sixers. Like I feel bad for Joel Embiid, not the Sixers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel true. bad for Joel. <laughs> yeah, the the Sixers as an org deserve it, but like I feel, you know, I feel bad for the players. I I feel bad for even like Tobias Harris. I mean, of course I feel bad for Ben money. Simmons, dude. Yeah, me yeah. too, bro. I I I didn't think his I, injury was that bad, but yeah, it turned it's, out. Yeah. Let's move on to the Bucks Magic. So yeah, we got the Bucks magic. It's not over yet. Bucks are up three one. So unless you know the magic it's over LeBron mode, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's I'm pretty sure night. it's gonna be over. I'm sure I, I think because the Bucks lost game one, they were pretty pissed about that, and I think it was a great way to light a fire under them. And they just you know they really went out, destroyed the magic, destroyed their hopes and dreams, and uh, yeah. That's that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The only thing, think. the only thing I have to say about this series is let's just because we won't be able to talk about him next week because he'll be out of the playoffs. Let's put some respect on Vucevic's name right now because he's going like to say the same 30, thing. Facts. He's averaging thirty and ten. Like he's looked really good. Um, shout out to I you. I don't think it's Nicola. ten rebounds. I I think well, it's either. I, it's I think it was like more eight. than. Really? Are you sure? Well, let me see. I thought it was like thirty and eight. Either way, but, but, uh, I got, you got to give respect way, to Noah to and Dalen. We love you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but uh, shout out yeah. to my boy Dalen. Yeah, dude, we called, we got him on our list. Dude, we we got him on our top five list, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna be coming out with a reaction uh, episode pretty soon, where like we react to like our like playoff predictions and our top five for the bubble, that type of stuff. But yeah, he's, aver- but, he's uh, averaging ten exactly. Noah. Oh, okay. Hey, that's good. Um, but yeah, Vucevic, dude, definitely underrated in the series. Like, you don't see anybody talking about him. Um, and I mean, it's because after the first game, they've just been getting manhandled. But 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, 30 and 10, like, that's really impressive. Stuff with um, some respect, bro. Yeah. Really, really yeah. great series from him. And he's doing it all for the team. Like, there's not a whole lot of help. The, so. the other thing I was going to add about that series is, dude, our guy Chris Milton needs to step up, dude. If he doesn't step up, then the Bucks aren't winning anything. And, you know, we... Chris Milton is our favorite player on this podcast. If you guys have listened before, we always talk. Hey, whoa, him. that's not true. <laughs> Behind I like house. Chris, but and Damian Lillard, man, come on. No, we hate Damian Lillard. Even the boys hate <laughs> Damian. Lillard. We we hate Dame now, dude. Lake Show. No, just kidding. <laughs> no. Wow. You're the all only right, one right. that hates Damian, man. Not nah, yeah, I don't. All hate right, Damian. but uh, but yeah, Mike, you're right. Like, and I think if Chris Middleton has another bad series against uh, the Heat, I think the Heat could could win the series um Ooh, i don't know mostly mostly because uh the the heat have a really good defense bam Adebayo, he's not gonna shut down Giannis, but he could have a good couple games against Giannis. and uh, if they don't have to worry about chris middleton especially with jimmy butler guarding him Makes it's it it's not looking easier. good yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that series is gonna be good i, I could see it going to seven easily Mm-hmm. Like it, it'll mm-hmm. be entertaining, um, but yeah. All right, uh, let's get into the Western Conference, the more interesting side of things. So first, we'll talk about the Lakers Blazers. Similar situation to the Bucks. They've just they lost Game One, and you know LeBron was pissed. He went full Game. Well, he six. wasn't pissed until Game Three, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, Game when he game started two, scoring a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, but. You know, Lake the Lakers destroying the the Blazers has just been fun to watch. Uh, as a Lakers fan, it's it's been cool to see everyone contributing as well. KCP's doing well now. Danny Green is doing well now, and it, it's just been fun to watch. And I really think the Lakers are still the team to beat. You know, little biased, but no, oh, without like, a doubt. And they you know, and they never they never weren't in my opinion. Yeah. You know, like I've I've said, the Lakers are gonna go to the finals the entire time. And we all, all four of us said this, like, people overreacted to game one in the Bucks yeah. series and in the Lakers series. Like, it's one yeah. game, chill out, everything's going to be fine. Um, and one thing I will say about LeBron is he's finally doing what what I asked him to do. He's finally scoring. <laughs> he listened to the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, he listened yeah, to the yeah. podcast. He said, hey, this bald guy kind of has a point. So, you know, let's go out and, <laughs> let's go out and do it for yeah so he's you know for one bald guy to another i appreciate it lebron i appreciate hey, bron, going out there i love and, you man yeah and doing it for me because dude in game four he had 30 points in 25 minutes he was incredible in game three mm-hmm. and game four like, yeah it's, it's just not even fair when he does that so, yeah yeah it's been and, great to see him go more aggressive, and I think the Lakers losing Game One was such a benefit to them. Not even gonna lie, I think it lit a fire under them. And I think it was like part of know. LeBron's plan. <laughs> yeah, dude, throw, I mean, throw most Game of these One. Games haven't even been close. Yeah. So the, yeah. Game Three was game close was until the fourth. No, no, Game Two was a blowout. Game Three was. Yeah, a oh, you're right. Close. You're right. Game Three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But the Lakers and then had game control. Four was terrible <laughs> dude game oh, four the me. lakers led by double digits for 45 minutes dude it, they it never was they were up by 38 in the third quarter 
Yeah, that was yeah. just something else, dude. It was... I think they only ended up winning by like 10 or something like that. No, I or think they won by, by 20. But 20? Okay. I think winning by 20, I think that was too close to but what you the think game about it, dude, was. Le- LeBron, played, yeah. LeBron played half of the game. He played 25 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And, one thing, and I'll say, hey, Michael, listen to me. I'm doing this for you and for Kobe. It was cool when it was 24 to 8. It was, yeah. dude. It was. It was dude. cool. It was sign cool. for above, bro. I, you guys know how I feel about Kobe, but that was cool. That was cool. So bro, there, it was an awesome game. There's my respect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm rocking the jersey right now, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and, and, now and that all Damian respect Lillard's to Dame out. too. All respect to Dame. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. add since. The Blazers will probably be gone by next week. Gotta show some respect to them as well. Um, it's been really fun to watch their playoff run. And, you know, gotta give respect to Dame. He got them there. You know, and the Mello. seeding games. Mello, yeah, I, mean, well. I mean, yeah, but like, you know, Dame is Like, he the didn't man, carry though. the team. He didn't, yeah, of course, of course. He didn't, like, Melo didn't carry the team. But, man, I am tired of people saying Melo is... Is washed. Like, of course, he's not the he's same washed. player he was. He's no, he wasn't the same. He's not the same player he was like, you know, five, six, seven years ago. But he's he still got it. He still got it. And and I know people people are gonna trash Dame for like not doing well this series. But yeah, dude. To to be honest, I think Westbrook's better. <laughs> All right. The, to be honest, I think the Lakers' defense has just been suffocating him, and also like. It's it's been really tiring on the Blazers. I mean, dude, looking at Nurkic sometimes, I'm just like, dude, this dude is so out of it. Just cause, well, just cause of yeah. fatigue, dude. I never agree with anything Skip Bayless says except when he he talks bad about Damian Lillard. That's the only time, only time. But I think I think the whole thing about Dame is ridiculous. Like, I think the Lakers defense has been really good on him, without a doubt. But I also think he's just exhausted, dude. I mean, he mm-hmm. put his heart and soul into the eight seeding games and then the playing game against against Memphis. Yeah. I mean, he was just – he has been pushing himself to the limit where his body is literally breaking down. He has that right knee spray. Like, I mean, he's just been giving it everything he had. So, yeah. Just I mean, the Lakers, his finger. Yeah, the Lakers yeah, are a better team. We no. knew that going into this. Um but yeah, you have to give respect to Damien. I don't think anyone can bad talk Dame right now. Even oh, you know. Noah Noah probably could. He'll find a way. But <laughs> yeah, all respect to Dame. Do, you know, he was amazing and I think he's not playing game five and I'm sure the Lakers are gonna eliminate them. But I think if somehow they do make it to game six, just just rest Dame, dude. It's really not worth uh, you know, him getting like injured more and you know make it worse for next year especially because this offseason is shorter so yeah, yeah that's that's, that's what we got to say about the lakers i'm excited and Man, dude, they're looking every time good. every time we mention the lakers on this podcast we always end up like ranting on for like 10 minutes <laughs> i mean it hasn't been that long yet i mean i can if you want i, I, I can talk no, about no, no, players no. and all right, but all right let's move on so, to some of the more exciting series yeah, all right. We're gonna talk about Houston and OKC. Currently, Let's that go, series baby. is tied. Let's go, sir. I I think it's been definitely cool to see OKC come back. They were down two zero, and obviously the Rockets are without Westbrook. But the last game where OKC won in 
game four, I think this was the definition of the uh, dying by the three part. So in the, in the first half, the Rockets were, you know, they were living by the three. Which is why the Rockets will never win a championship. <laughs> in the second half, they died by the three. And, you know, to to take Noah's side here about Westbrook real quick, I, I think with Westbrook, they definitely would have won that game because Westbrook can provide them scoring outside of the three. And I think Westbrook coming back is going to be pretty important. He's a game-time decision for game five. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. But... I, I think that, you know, the Rockets, I don't know. It's just it's just live or die by the three for them, dude. So uh, it always has been. Always has it's, been. It isn't as Some much with West, with Westbrook. Yeah, with because Westbrook. Because he's not. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with you, Mike. I, I think that's pretty obvious. Like, if they had Westbrook, they would have won game four. Um, but the bottom and line is they, they don't have Westbrook. So. Yeah. Suck it, yeah. James Harden. Okay, so he's going to send you home. <laughs> nah, dude. Westbrook's coming That's... back before the end of the series. So Westbrook, he won't play game five. I, I'll say that right now. I don't think he'll play game five. And if Houston wins game five, he won't play game six either. But if OKC wins game five and they go up 3-2, then we'll see Westbrook suit up for game six. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I agree with that. Um... I don't know. I, I'm really rooting hard for OKC. I have a lot of personal bias against the Rockets. I per, I The only guy I really like on that team is Westbrook. But I, I really want OKC to win because, first of all, that's an easier matchup for the Lakers. I mean, that's that's kind of a more of a subjective thing. But second, I think it'd be really fun to see OKC make it to the second round after all of this like drama with them happened last season and you know it, i don't know it would just be the storylines would be great for that so I, i'm rooted for chaos there i want okc to make it mm-hmm. um, i agree i, want but I, I think, want one I of think, my bold predictions to happen dude just one of them <laughs> i i think this series is is like a coin flip right now so we'll see how it goes what do you think dalen i want to say it's a coin flip i feel like as much as i want okc to come out and, and to win no, I feel don't like say the, it. Don't I, say I feel like it. that one team from Texas who will go unnamed for Alex's sake will pull through, especially if OKC uh, wins this game five and Russell comes in. I just don't really see how I just don't see how OKC can take care of uh, the Rockets with Russell and James Harden. But you know, I I'm rooting for the OK. I'm rooting for the Thunder. Like I want them to win, and if they win. Like I, I hope they prove me wrong. So, root harder, okay, okay. Root I'll root harder for you, Alex. Well, one okay. one key one key thing we should talk about for the Thunder is Dennis Schroeder. This guy is the reason That's why bad. they're winning, right? They, they yeah. won those whoa, past whoa, two whoa, games. Whoa, 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 whoa. Definitely not the <laughs> reason they're winning. He's. I mean, he's been doing really part. well. Are, are you going to tell me it's Billy Donovan, Noah? Really? Jeez, man. It's Billy <laughs> Donovan. Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> no. Uh, I wasn't going to say either of them. I was going to say uh, it's Shea. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Well, well yeah, yeah. He's easily the reason that they're winning. He's been playing really great defense, really great offense. Uh, even Chris Paul has been doing really well. Like I, well, that's that's who it that's who it is. Chris Paul is the guy. He's the motor behind this 
engine, you know, like he's doing everything for the Thunder. Shay Shea has all the stats, and then yeah, yeah. and then I, I so I'd say Chris Paul and Shay are definitely like the biggest reasons, and then Dennis, like him stepping up, I think he should have won. Oh, actually, six man of the year isn't isn't out yet, but it he's my favorite Dennis, to though. win. I know he won't. It's gonna be Montrez Harrow, but yeah. um, but Dennis. Schroeder, he's my my favorite to win six man of the year, and it's it's because of like what he's doing right now. Like he's been doing that all season. Like he's that type of guy, not averaging twenty points well, or like twenty nine points, but um, but yeah, he's been. I, yeah, really the only well reason I I mentioned his name is because he averaged twenty nine points in the last in their wins in the last two wins, and I thought yeah, that was exactly. pretty big. It, it is really but, big, yeah. and he's been playing really well. I do agree with you on that. Yeah, so I don't know. For me, I I think it's a it's a it's a coin flip. If I were to pick a side, I'd probably pick Houston just to be safe. But I'm I'm really I'm really pulling for OKC though, baby. Let's yeah, let's go. Whatever. Th- whatever. Thunder up, baby. Thunder up. I don't Alex care. Alex has the most to lose way. if OKC loses. <laughs> yeah, <does>. exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's head into our next series. We got Denver versus Utah. Currently, this Ooh. series is. Three two in favor of Utah. Alex is in Utah right now. You know, crazy. Hey, dude, jazz fans so. are the worst, dude. Noah will be there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, moving tomorrow. So what what do you guys think about this series? What do you think hey, is gonna happen? I'll just give my my takes on it real quick. First of all, uh I I apologize to Jamal Murray. Like, yeah, get like off LeBron, my man, dude. I know, I know. Like, like LeBron listens to this podcast, and uh, you know all the other superstars. I'm sure Jamal also listens, and you know, apologize. Um, I didn't think he was gonna keep playing as well as he did in Game One, and there were a couple games where he, you know, I, it looked like I was gonna be right, but man, these last like two games, he's been crazy, and it's not yep. that he's putting up like 50 points or you know 35 points or whatever it's the fact that he's so clutch like last yeah. night yeah. last night dude, the game put on was a getting clinic. close yeah, he, he, i know he, he, and last night the game was getting close i think it was like within like five points it with two minutes mm-hmm. left and he just comes down and he had two good defenders on him jerry and grant and i can't remember the other one but uh i think it was jerry and grant's on team. denver no i know like Very... they were guarding oh sorry sorry you're right it was donovan mitchell <laughs> And um, uh, Joe Ingles, right? Anyways, no, Joe Ingles didn't wasn't guarding him for that possession. But anyways, oh. like Donovan Mitchell and some other defender was guarding him, and and he did the same move two possessions back to back, and basically that was the dagger. Like, yeah and, yeah, and his vision, his vision's really nice. Like I always see him kicking it out to Jokic for the three, and I don't know, he's been playing really well, and I think. If he keeps playing well, then yeah, it, they're they're gonna take the series. But, yeah, no, but, he well, probably he and, probably listened and he heard you talking crap, and he was like, "All right, he, I'm coming he out." He heard me BMing him. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. That's why in I have some to ways, apologize. in in some ways, I agree with you, Noah. And I picked Denver to win the series in seven, but dude, the Jazz were up three one. Like all they have to do is win one more game. And if I have learned anything from Donovan Mitchell and this series, it's that. He will do anything to win one game. He will do anything. I mean, the man is averaging like 38 points a game. He's playing out of his mind. But, so I don't know. I can see the Jazz winning this series. 
But I've still been really impressed with Jamal Murray and with Nikola Jokic, like you said. Yeah. So. I, I would also, like Noah, I would like to apologize to the Utah Jazz. I, I said it was going to be Denver in five, and I was hey. clearly mistaken. Uh, I... I, yeah. <laughs> I I'm sorry, if, Utah. I'm sorry to the, the people, people of Utah. If some of the people I hang out with heard you say that, Michael, if they actually listened <laughs> to the podcast, they would have killed you. Yeah, man. I, I, said, I, I said Jazz I in seven, so hopefully. So I, hopefully I hope I hope this I hope this series goes to seven. It's been good basketball. Both teams are pretty fun to watch. I don't really care who wins outside of that, um, but I just hope it goes to seven. Yeah, I, the one thing I really am enjoying is. Just, I know we've talked about this multiple times already, but, uh, I mean, Denver, they don't perform well in the playoffs, typically, um, but their young core in Jamal Murray, uh, Nikola Jokic, Jokic. and uh, Michael Porter Jr., Michael Porter he hasn't played great right in the series, but he's still yeah, but he usually plays core. pretty well. He played pretty well in the bubble, yeah. um, yeah, and then yeah, even yeah. Bulbul, who hasn't gotten a ton yeah. of minutes, but, man, like, they they have some really great young pieces who have already proven that, you know, they're gonna be great. And uh I mean Jokic is already the best center in the league in most people's eyes. Yeah. Um so it, it I they just have a really great future. Um so I you know, if they don't win this series, you know, honestly they can't really panic too much because they're gonna be just as good, probably even better next year. So Yeah. All right, Dan. What do you think, bro? I I think I had the uh, Nuggets coming out of it, so I'm kind of shocked, at, especially them taking it to uh, or the Jazz going up three one. I definitely did not see that coming, and I, I'm not a big Jamal Murray fan. Like I never really liked him. This not not his game, but like he always just kind of seemed weird to me, so I didn't like him very much. But uh, For obvious he, reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he's doing. He's playing out of his mind. I have to admit, like he's putting up a lot, um, a lot of points, and he's leading his team very well. Um, I remember watching the series, and I, I kept wanting uh, Jokic to do bad because I want my Joel Embiid pick to be like outstanding. <laughs> but I don't know <laughs> anymore. But no uh, but yeah, this, it's definitely an interesting series. So I'm kind of curious how it goes because this game six, I think, is gonna decide a lot if like who wins and how well they win how well they're playing it's gonna decide who wins game seven well if well if you if utah wins then it's serious well i mean over. yeah i mean I, I meant more like so, uh like i mean more like if the if the um nuggets are able to like blow them out or if they're just like if they're like come out like full steam ahead or if there is like a close game but they pull away game. i don't really see them winning game seven but yeah. like if they can just steamroll them, then I think that they can win game seven. Yeah, and I think for the Jazz to win, uh, they need they need Mike Connolly, of course. Um, play well. Because Mike Connolly, in, in pretty much all their wins, uh, except I think he was still out game two, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe he was back that game, I can't remember. But, um, but he's been shooting really, really well from three. And uh, they definitely need that. Definitely. Rudy Gobert, I've kind of already given up on him. Like, I'm not – I just want him to rebound and play defense. Um, mm-hmm. Which is what but, he's uh, there for anyways. Yeah, I mean, everyone thinks he should average, like, at least 
you know, 15, 20, like he yeah. does normally. But, man, he it, it's disappointing. But, um, anyways. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think the Jazz are going to win. And I they're definitely going to get beat um, in the next round. Because they'll By play either the Clippers, play. Mavs. Yeah. yeah, Clippers, Mavs. I don't think uh, they'll beat either one of them, but yeah, it, it's yeah, that's a my team. I think, I think Denver has a better shot at beating the Clippers or Mavericks than than Utah I does. Agree. I yeah. agree. I think they're except they're more except we we slept team. on Utah. We slept on Utah in the first round, and look what happened. I, so really, I, true. Yeah. I think Denver has a better chance, even if they lose. I mean, obviously, if they lose to Utah. But Utah matches up really well with Denver. I think that's that's the key thing that's here. The thing, yeah. So like I think Denver would do better against the Clippers or the Mavs. Um, but the Jazz match up better with Denver. So Denver just has to get over this tough matchup. That's I think that's pretty yeah. much what it is. Yeah, and you know, last thing before we wrap this sucker up is I the the Utah Jazz were up three one. And their mm-hmm. one loss was game one in overtime. Yeah, so yeah, it was really like, close. That that that. So sucks. if they like, lose the series, that's gonna be so sad, dude. That stings yeah. exactly. So, like but yeah, away. it's it's honestly probably one of my favite series uh, to watch in the to watch. so far in the playoffs. All right, it like they're so, all really intense and fun. So yeah, yeah, for and the team the teams are close as well. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about by far the most interesting series in the playoffs so far, Clippers-Mavs. Currently, the Clippers are up 3-2. And what do you guys think about this series? I mean, there's been a lot to unpack here. Alex, are you convinced about Luka? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like... Dude, this guy, yeah. I can't, you can't be serious. Dude, Dude hey, hey, it's... It's fair. It's fair. I've heard a lot of people say that they didn't like Luca at first, but it, it took them like a year, and now they like him. I've literally watched Luca play for like two months, so and he's don't, been amazing. Don't force it. Don't force it. Don't force it, Noah. It will come, dude. You you better like come. him now, because in a few years, he's just he's gonna be the only one, dude. Like no, look, I he's he's been really impressive, and I do like the way he's handled the whole um, Montrez Harrell thing. And the thing with Markeith Morris stepping on his shoe last night. Marcus he's handled Morris. everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Marcus, Marcus yeah. Morris. Yeah, bro. My Markeith's on Laker, dude. They're both bums, yeah. dude. They're both. I don't, sl- I don't slander any uh, Laker, all right? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. They, uh, don't catch Mike I really like. I really like the way that Luca's been handling everything, and he's played out of his mind. Um, what I'm taking away from this series is – a, the Mavericks are way better than people think they are, and they're going to be really good next year. And B, I think people are overreacting to how the Clippers are playing. I I don't know. I still think the Lakers are going to come out of the West, but I would not be surprised if the Clippers come out of the West, dude. I think the Clippers are really, really, really good, especially when Paul George is playing like he – did last, I mean, did Paul George. Yeah. yeah, Paul George has had one good game in this series, and it was a blowout. It was a blowout. Yeah. See, here's the thing for me. I was gonna, I was gonna come on today, and yeah. I was gonna, I was kind of hoping Paul George would have a bad game because I wanted, I wanted to slander him. Um, but I can't. You know, I gotta, I gotta give respect. He played a good game yesterday. But, but 
It was a blowout, dude. Like, it's a lot easier to perform in a blowout. I want to see him perform in, like, a game. But it was a blowout because he played that well. Yeah, but so did Kawhi. And so did, you know, everyone else on the Clippers. But Kawhi is always going to play well. Kawhi is one of the most consistent guys. One of the most consistent guys in the league as far as playing well. Yeah. I agree with Michael, though. I want to see Paul George play well when it's a close game. Like... I, I want to see yeah. his team be able to rely on him to hit a shot under two minutes. Because against the Mavs, he didn't. You know, when Luka obviously made that game winner. He had he had lots of opportunities too, but he didn't really. Well, um, yeah, but he was having a bad game the entire time. You know what I yeah. mean? I, like, I see where you guys are coming from, but I think the idea is if, if him and Kawhi are both playing well, they, it's not they should blow out. Yeah, they should blow out every team except the Lakers. In the in the Lakers series, we'll we'll have to see Paul George hit some shots, and we'll see if he does. And if he yeah. does, then dude, I think the Clippers are going to the finals. Well, well, let's say so. I think all right. I gotta give respect to the Clippers. They were pissed yesterday, and they came out pretty hungry, and they won. Gotta respect that. Um, and I figured that would happen as well. I think the Clippers are gonna end this in six. In my opinion, yeah. it's not really? that Dallas is bad, and uh, I don't believe in Luca, but the Mavs are just—they're just really injured right now. I mean, Luca's playing through injuries. Who knows if Chris, Chris Stapp's even going to play? Playing. Yeah. So I like. As well. Yeah, I—I yeah, I mean, like, I really want Dallas to win. I was really pulling for Dallas, but I don't think they—they they win Game Six just because they're so hobbled, and it's kind of like the same situation with the Lakers and the Blazers, um, but. Man, I really like. You guys are gonna make me cry. But they've been, <laughs> but they've been impressive, dude. Yeah, Dallas been, have been like, come on, they've dude. been impressive, and they've looked like, good. I, if I'm a Dallas fan, I'd be happy with that the way they looked. All things I li- I'll say this: I like Luca because I like Chris Stapps, and he's on his team, so I'll like Luca for that. <laughs> technicalities. Yeah, technicalities. Hey, Chris Stapps actually, so. Uh, I was thinking about this recently. It's like, if, if Dallas has been playing this well, like, why are they the seven seed? And I think a big part of it is, like, first of all, Luka, you know, didn't play nearly this well the whole regular season. Yeah. Um, but also, like, they've had a number of people step up. But Chris Stapp's, like, man, the second half of the season – and then in the bubble, like he played really, really He's well. I know really he hasn't. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like really, like he had a really slow start to the year, and I think that's a big reason that they're the seven seed. Like, a lots of lots of losses and L's taken in the first half of the year. Um. But yeah, he's looked really good the the entire second half and in the bubble. Um. And they haven't had him these last two games, and they didn't have him for half of the the first game. So like, which was dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. I think I think Mavericks should be up three two right now instead of the other way around. But yeah, it's it, okay, it, bro. You can't do anything about it. Yeah, I also it's a, it's I got a, a series. I got a rant about the Clippers real quick. This is full on bias. I'm actually I don't even <laughs> think it's bias, dude. I cannot stand their team this year. They. The fact that they that Marcus Morris tried to injure Luca yesterday that got me mad, bro. And like, I, I'm not even like the biggest Luca fan or anything like that. It's just like, do you think it, it just got me did, really upset, yeah. bro? Do you think it was and, intentional? 
I mean, it didn't. Oh yeah, like, dude. Like, yeah, dude. It, dude, it was intentional knowing, because like <laughs> knowing God, knowing dude, him, dude. knowing him, it probably was intentional. Him and his well, history, and, and if you look, dude, thing. like if like, it was anyone he's else, kind of a scumbag. It's, it's pretty incidental, but it being him, it does. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think I think we're gonna wrap it up just about now. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe and follow us at Ball Squad Podcast on Instagram. And this has been a fun series, and we'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. Mike out. Later. Peace.